fellow Zeros. Thank you for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast where we're 95. We're not dead. Damn. I said it earlier today! Fuck. For fuck's sake, <laughs> our mind is in that goddamn scene! My name's Joe, and I'm joined by four people here who I'm going to introduce now, in the order they're laughing the least in. So, sequel. The only podcast that is more than just a shield. Matt? The only podcast that is getting real tired of being Fury's janitor. Frank? The only podcast that takes the world as it is, not as we like it to be. And Corey. The only podcast that wants to know what's not damaged. I love that scene. Honorable mention to... The only podcast that's, that's on your left. <laughs> I thought about that one. <laughs> and by the way, Matt, you're not in the same scene. Yeah, it's right before that. No! He says, getting tired of being Fury's janitor before he jumps out the plane in the beginning. 95 Not Dead is when he's in the Ferrari. With uh, Black Widow. With Black yeah. Widow. It was oh, I, thought, I thought that yeah. was after the... Um, the you need to no. set that record straight. Poor right right the barbershop quartet. quartet. You're right, you're right. I thought that was the barbershop quartet. I haven't quartet. about that. It's okay. Hopefully nothing we just did counts as spoilers. <laughs> I'll find out when I listen to it later. In case you haven't picked up on it yet, this is our Captain America The Winter Soldier episode. <laughs> but before we get into talking about that, let's do our what we've been watching for the week. Frank. I watched a movie called Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, the movie geez. came out in 2014, I think. Oh, I saw that. And that movie's really good. Full Metal Bitch. Did you not watch it? That's the one with Tom Cruise in it. Yeah. Right? yeah. I just assumed it was bad. Really? No, it was really good. Oh, it, it was, was pretty really good. good. Well then. I haven't watched it to completion, so I can't wow. really weigh in on it, but it's kind of weird. No, it's good. That's the video game one, right? Oh. I don't think there's a video I don't think there's I don't a video think game. The one that's got like the video game premise, where nope. like, you die and you reset? Yep. You restart? It's kind of like that, but it's not a video it's game. Like re- no, no, it's not meant to be a video game. No, but it is a respawn like thing, yeah. It's like a respawn. It's really cool. Hmm. Who else is in it? Uh, Emily are, Blunt. Um, yeah, she was Emily Blunt. Yeah, she is the heroine. She's the femme fatale. Yes. <laughs> Power Hour McLaren Femme Fatale. Yeah, she was in that. Matt, what about you? I have been watching Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, and it is awesome. I'm loving it. What in the world is it? For the Harry Potter fans, you guys should <laughs> check it out. Sequel. But uh, no, seriously, it's really fun. It, the premise is, it's in the early 1800s, so during the T- Napoleonic Wars in England... Uh, it's an alternative world where magic existed, was known, but hasn't been used in 300 years. And then this guy's like, eh, fuck it, I'll bring magic back. And it's super fun. So it's not in the Harry Potter universe. No. So it's not good. Wow. See, there we go. <laughs> no, but it's it's really fun. I think you'd enjoy it. <laughs> it's It's got a more, um, I don't want to say real magic vibe, but it's got a more uh, based in uh, mythology magic vibe. Because they're in England, they deal with the fairies and stuff, and how fucked up the fairies are and stuff like that. So. Sounds like a snooze fest. What's it called again? <laughs> Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. Okay. It's on Netflix. Ooh. And it's BBC, so you know it's... I'll have to check it out then. Quality. Yeah. British TV. British TV. And I thought Lucian Malfoy was in it, but I was wrong. And it's a guy Lucius. who looks just like him. Yeah, right. Lucian. Lucius. Lucian is from Underworld. Yes, it is. I like him. I like Kate Beckinsale better. Oh, well. Duh. <laughs> That's nice. The sequel. How about you? Just watch a lot of college football this week, huh? 
Saturday, Sunday, Monday night. It's pretty much it. And I caught the Brave Little Toaster was on. I watched that too. That is a, such a sad movie. It's a great movie though. It's amazing. It, it but it's a really good movie. It's tragic. Never heard of it. Never heard of the Brave Little Toaster? No. It's like you for real. Done? Does it's it jump like in you... a bathtub? Okay. Oh, no, no, you're going to jump in a bathtub. <laughs> Frank is the uh, podcast cynic, if anyone hasn't figured it out yet. If you have complaints, tweet them at ZTH Podcast. No, no, have no. you really never seen it? You just... No, I've never seen it. Wow. I feel like that's a must-see. I don't know. <laughs> anyone else? Oh, I love it. I love that movie. Has anyone else seen it? I've never seen it. Wow. That was like one of my childhood movies. I love that yeah. movie. Corey, what else do you enjoy watching? Well, uh, you should ask. I also watched a shitload of college football this weekend. Nice. I watched um, my alma mater record get the score run up on it while simultaneously watching the Oklahoma Sooners drop to Houston, and it was glorious. The upsets this weekend will make this season worth watching. Joe, what have you been watching? I actually started watching Stranger Things. How far did you get? I watched two episodes. And? I don't know how I feel about it. It's got a, like a strong modern Twin Peaks vibe to it. I never watched Twin Peaks. It feels a lot like Twin Peaks, but updated. So I don't know how I feel about it yet. I'm going to go to the videotape on that, but I like your Maybe ideas. later. <laughs> And give, that, give it to four. Definitely give it to. The, I'm gonna keep watching. Yeah. I just I haven't decided what yeah, I, I feel so. about it. Yeah, I think four is really when you start picking up. And that's gonna do it for what we've been watching. Now let's get into some movie facts for Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Ooh. The name of the movie is Captain America: The Winter Soldier. It was made in 2014. It was directed by the Russo brothers, Anthony and Joe, who have collectively brought us things like You Mean Dupree. Episodes of Community and Arrested Development, Captain America Civil War, and they'll be bringing us the next two Avengers movies. Wow. That is a... Very strange... It, it seems like a jump. <laughs> resume. Yeah. You went from uh, doing Community to... MCU. The, yeah, like, the biggest movie franchise in history. Yep. That's ridiculous. You won. Yep. That's like saying that the guy who directed a bunch of Office episodes uh, is actually J.J. Abrams and he's doing Star Wars now. I mean... That's that's the same. Thing. I wouldn't rule it out. <laughs> oh, Mr. JJ. So many lens flares in the he's office. Got, he's got all of our, he's got all of our hearts in his hand. The movie stars Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, Sebastian Stan, Anthony Mackie, Kobe Smulders, Emily Van Camp, Robert Redford, and Samuel L. Jackson. The budget for the movie was one hundred seventy million dollars. It grossed seven hundred fourteen million dollars. So it did all right. It did pretty well for itself. <laughs> Although it only did 259 domestic. Man. Interesting. That's interesting. China loves this mm-hmm. movie. You gotta think of how many more countries there are. No, I agree, but... Damn, that's crazy. I mean, it's still a really good success. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and overall... Domestically. Yeah. And then you still have overall. They almost quadrupled their money. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes give this movie an 89%. Certified fresh. <laughs> <laughs> And the audience gave it a 92%. Wow, we can't wait to get that button. Now, for the other two rating sites we use now, there's a fairly big discrepancy. IMDb gave this movie a 7.8 out of 10. Metacritic gave it a 70, but the user score on Metacritic is an 8.5. Wow. So 11 points separate in between. 11, yeah. 11% difference between now and math now. I'm getting it. I'm getting there. Yes. I'd like to say a tangent before we get too far away. Uh, okay. I saw Robert Redford in person in real life when I went to go see 
Oh, fuck, what was the name of the show? God damn it. Um, the Winter Soldier. No, it wasn't The Winter Soldier. It was an <laughs> off-Broadway play that was the Peanuts Kids Dog Sees God. That's what it was. It's the Peanuts Kids in high school. And Did Elijah he play Dush- What? Did he play Linus? No, he wasn't there, but he was there oh. to see Elijah Dushku, who played Lucy. And then I touched Elijah Dushku, but that's a story unto itself. But I, I was there, Robert Redford was there to say hi to her, and me and my friend were waiting to take a picture with her because... Why not? Right? And, uh, yeah. So, I've seen him in real life, so I figured I'd put it out there. Good for you. Have you touched Robert, Robert Redford? No, but I touched Elijah Dishku. Doesn't around count. the waist, guys. Nice. I went around the waist. Wow. My friend went over shoulder. I went waist. Good for you. Yeah. You won. You I won did. that one. I did. She is tiny. Game over. Hmm. No security came right, in. Right, I'm going to go, guys. You guys can finish up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have one of the interns fill in. Yeah. <laughs> Intern! Hubert, get in here! Why would they name them? Yeah. If you name them, they get power. <laughs> if you name them, they become people. <laughs> An intern has no name. That's great. That's great. An intern has no name. Hubert? That's unique. I don't even know where I left off anymore. <laughs> that is the end of the movie facts for Captain America, <laughs> the Winter Soldier. <laughs> that's where I left off. <laughs> Let's get into our spoiler three. Oh my god! Let's get into our spoiler-free general thoughts about this movie, and then we'll do spoilers and talk about everything else. Sequel, dazzle me. <laughs> this movie reminds me a lot of like a James Bond, Jason Bourne hybrid spy thriller. I don't know. I got a lot of spying espionage. It's different from most of the other MCU movies, I think, and I think it's different in a good way. I like the story. The, the, the plot keeps you interested. It's definitely better than the first Captain America movie, which is why I think this did so not poorly domestically, but not as high as the worldwide gross. Because the first Captain America left a lot to be desired. But yes. this one didn't. I think it's a top five MCU movie for sure. Top five? Wow. Yeah. Nice. Corey, this movie... God help me. Please don't say suck my fucking ball. <laughs> No, you've already, you've already let it drop too long. It wouldn't have been the same. No, this movie was okay. Um, I actually did not hate this movie nearly as much as I remember not liking it when I saw it. Um, there's still a lot of Captain America in it. Um, I mean, no, kind of <laughs> that's not what I mean. What I mean is like the the tropey things that I don't like about Captain America still show up a bunch of times, but this was more humanizing than we generally see him. So for that, I really appreciated the movie. Overall, I, I enjoyed it. I thought the action sequences were fantastic. That's my general thoughts. Okay. Let's kick it to Matt. Uh, my general thoughts on this movie are I enjoyed it. I liked it. Um, I like where they went. I like what Sequel said with the espionage. It's a very political movie. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it is a lot of dark shadows, dark dealings. I like all the implications it has outside of the movie. All the things that people talked about, like, oh, this means this, and all the little one-liners and offshoots that if you're listening, you catch all these little beads that they're sewing in for the greater tapestry that we now understand today. Frank? I absolutely love this movie. This is my favorite Marvel movie to date in the MCU. Wow. It's very gritty. There's a very dense but easy-to-follow story, and the action sequences are fantastic. And it keeps you on the edge of your seat. I've seen this movie, like, seven times. And the seventh time I watched it, I'm still on the edge of my seat. Like, 
I've never seen it before. How's he going to get out of this one? Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah, it's my favorite Marvel movie to date, so. How about you, Joe? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice save sequel. Seamless. <laughs> so good. This is a really solid movie. Like everyone else said, it's new, newer territory for a comic book movie to be so heavy and espionage and serious plot lines and... But at the same time, it's not depressing. Like, yeah. it's it's heavy stuff, but it's, they manage to keep it light with the little breakups and the little one-liners, so it really adds to the experience. So I really enjoy this movie, and I'm looking forward to discussing it with you guys. Aww. That was sappier than I meant it to be. <laughs> it was perfectly sappy. It was just enough sap. Perfect amount of pine sap. Good. That shit never goes It's going to be sticky. Life. On your left. And that's going to do our general thoughts. So from this point forward, we're going to be doing spoilers. So if you have not yet seen Captain America the Winter Soldier and don't want to know what happens, you should pause and go watch it. It's good. And we're back. That fucking juggernaut, right? Came out of left field. Who Who saw that coming? I didn't. He was like the juggernaut, bitch. Wrong movie. Oh. Someone go first. (laughs) Dream sequence. I don't know what I watched. (laughs) <laughs> I'll be back in an hour. <laughs> Frank, go ahead. You love this movie. This movie is sponsored by General Motors. I want to say that. <laughs> um, every car they drive in this movie is a fucking Chevy. <laughs> they got the truck. They got the Corvette, which was badass. Yeah, Captain America kicks so much ass in the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah. um, on the boat. You can tell he doesn't skip leg day. Oh, uh, he doesn't know a lot of kicks. Go. Once that first kick... Ha- uh, was it the first kick? Kick off the boat. They kick the guy off the boat. First real I was like, this is the movie we're going to get, guys. Like, this is going to be a I laughed movie. pretty hard when that happened. I forgot that he did that. Knocked the guy right off the boat. I loved it. I was like, this is a totally different Captain America than what we're used to. If you look at the comics, he's such like a one-dimensional guy. Whereas in this, he's just like, kick your ass. I'm a different guy. I'm not from the 40s anymore. 70 years later. So I have to change with the times. And I think he really did that with this movie. He really beefed up and, you know, took on the world. Since we're talking about him on the boat, I'd like to point out that, uh, <laughs> from a comic perspective, his uniform in that scene specifically is the U.S. agent, which is a different... Which is a um, worn by a bunch of different people, but Steve Rogers does wear it at one point. So it's not the Captain American costume that we all know. It's the blue and gray. It's blue and gray, and it's more of his... Shield agent like stuff, so they don't ever like talk about it or whatever. But if you notice, it's a totally different costume than he wears when he's in the Avengers and subsequent Avengers and Captain America movies. I enjoy that costume honestly. Oh, no, I do too. It's I really it's a, it's a simple streamlined costume, but it is definitively different. It wouldn't it wouldn't have shocked me if that was like made of like the same type of stuff that like the bat suit is made out of. Yeah. Like that super high-end, flexible, like... Bulletproof bulletproof material. material That clearly doesn't actually exist, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Um, Because, I mean, it just looked so cool. It did look very... Yeah, no, I I, I had some bad angels to it. Can we talk about how Steve Rogers is the only person on that boat from S.H.I.E.L.D. that didn't kill anybody? 25 people not died. Confirmed, not confirmed. No. It was, there was a bunch of people that probably may Pro- have died. All right, the guy who got kicked off the boat probably dies. If not, sure. broken back. Oh, for yeah, sure. easily. 
But like, it's like, oh man, they're not going to kill all of the pirates. They're going to like arrest them, and then Black Widow just jumps, like, yeah. dives down, and just starts murking people on the way down. I mean, that's true. To that's the difference. Right? They're yeah. called the Strike Team for a reason. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And, and Strike is actually I... the name for um, <laughs> British Shield, and they put that in as like a little homage, salute to them. Yeah. So. Oh. But my question is, did <laughs> Captain awful. America jump out without a parachute because they were over water, or because he figured out that he can do that? It's because he's awesome. Yeah, no, I know that. But because in Avengers, he puts on a parachute and jumps out. This is after Avengers, he learned. Right, like, that's I don't what I'm saying. But parachute. did he learn, I don't need a parachute anymore because I can use the shield or whatever, which he didn't use because it was water. But did he learn, I can use the parachute now, I, I can use the shield now, or did he go, oh, it's just water. I would guess the water. Probably. Yeah, water, that's probably. what I think too. At least he was smart enough to go yeah. in feet first. Regardless. Right, but you know what? It wouldn't have mattered. Like, no, you know matter. what I'm saying? It wouldn't have mattered. I refuse to accept that. <laughs> <laughs> but I he, did, he did tuck it, it real tight. Yeah, I get it. was a Captain, nice tuck. I get it's Captain America, but that's bullshit. <laughs> it was a nice tuck. He's a world class diver. <laughs> He's not a world class diver. He's a diver. He is, he, is a re- he is a ridiculously powerful man. Yeah, you're right. And he climbed up the chain like pirate style, and I was like, yeah. Where's a knife in his mouth? You guys know who that French pirate is, right? He's a MMA fighter, a former MMA fighter. Yep. Oh, is that who that was? Yep. I was wondering what happened to his career, and I was like, "Oh, he made it into movies." Yeah, and you know you're badass when you're wearing those tiny, those tiny straps. (laughs) If you're wearing tiny straps, you do good. People were taking some kicks and punches for look out, Captain America. I like the one where he comes down with the heel and it lands right in between like his split, and he just looks up like, "Oh shit!" And I'm like, "Ooh, this guy knows how to fight." Yeah, when I first um, oh how he finishes when I first saw um, his uh, his fight when he takes off the helmet I remember him taking the earpiece out but on the rewatch I was like oh no yeah he just takes his helmet off yeah I I just want to say that I did really find that opening very fun like fun it like sets a really nice tone for the movie like I think that's like the thing to really take away from like the opening like we're talking about like all the specifics of it just the scene on the whole, from top to bottom, is so much fun. Yeah. Like, that's a good way to start a movie when you're only, like, four minutes mm-hmm. in. You hear Captain Rogers making fun of some guy in the VA for running too slow. He gets into a Corvette, and then he jumps out of the plane. Right. And um, that scene happens. Mm-hmm. It's pretty yeah. much that quick. Yeah, it is. And it was, like, a super fun way to start the movie, which I actually forgot, because, again, I fucking hate Captain America. <sighs> Biased opinion. It is a biased opinion, but that's what I'm saying. Like, and as much as I still hate him, the way that they do this movie is yeah. I can't. That's I, a testament to the movie that it you, is. You well, at least he's not selling it. war bonds yeah. anymore, huh? Yeah. He's not selling war bonds anymore. He's legitimate. Now. <laughs> Thank you for killing that and making oh. him an action figure. It's the forties, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> you need those war bonds. Hey. I like the way they really uh, shoehorned into this movie. Not shoehorned. It was it was well sewn into it that this is their job. And what do you do with a job? You do the job, but you bullshit. Hmm. And I really <laughs> love that. I really love that the bullshit is in there and it's in there strong. Because that's you have these people that are so good at this. That's exactly how it would be. They wouldn't even think twice. They wouldn't even think twice about it. What'd you do on Saturday night? Well, everyone in my barbershop quartet is dead, so... <laughs> or even when, um, after he beats up 
George St. Pierre. Yeah. And he, like, busts through, like, the door or whatever. Oh, what this is, is awkward. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is awkward. What are you doing? Oh, I'm backing up the hard drive. Uh, you're supposed to secure the entry room. <laughs> no, I, you are supposed to secure the entry room. Uh, we have different missions. What? Yeah. Like, shit like that, where it's like this repartee that only happens when you're, you know, slinging boxes back and forth, but in another situation, the same shit happens. I do love how she turned around and was like, alright, that's my bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When the grenade goes off. Yeah. You think? <laughs> and then he jumps out the window. <laughs> you for damn sure. Do we not like that kind of <laughs> romance that they were trying to build? They weren't trying to build it. They weren't trying to build it. it. it I felt a little romance. I felt it. I definitely felt that way. I felt I, I well, saw it. I was like, what is happening? What are they trying to build here? Are they trying to build a partnership, or are they trying to build some sort of relationship? Because it felt a little flirty. Go hmm. ahead. You get the kiss, right? You get the kiss. People are uncomfortable, and they see people kissing in public. Mm-hmm. Right. That leads to it. Like, you could see, like, would it, it wouldn't have shocked anybody if that blossomed into something. Mm-hmm. Not during the movie, maybe, like, after the movie, like, last scene or something. But I just think there was just a teasing, flirting thing going on. It's mm-hmm. just camaraderie. Yeah. But if... But when you're working together, I guess. Yeah. Anything could happen. But they're hot people, right? Mm. right. I mean, so that's what he is so hot. That's what you're going to get. Wait. You know. <laughs> you're right. I mean, work-wise, that's a thing. Yeah. Work-wise and work-husbands, that's definitely a thing. But... I think um, that's what they were trying to go for. I, that may have been what they were trying to go for, but I, I agree with you. I felt it watching it this time. I, I felt like it was something more serious, more like they're building a romance, which, again, going... Backwards, having like you know, Civil War is the most like recent thing in my mind, and even before that, Age of Ultron, when it's clearly Black Widow and Hulk. That like, when I see that, I'm like, so why did they start building this and then just abandon it immediately? Mm. And it, like the only rational explanation would be that it was I mean, just the Russo brothers don't write all the movies either. No, you're well, right. Not, they don't direct all the movies anyway either. So, I mean, yeah, they had no hand in Age yeah, of Ultron, yeah. so. so things happen. But at the same time, oh yeah, the continuity. Um, I take it back to uh, I can, we take it back to Age of Ultron, where you see her training, and you also saw in the beginning of Avengers where she is being interrogated by the the Russian mob, and you know, and the, he's like, and you think you're a pretty face? You think I'm pretty? Like it's one of her fucking weapons. Yeah, sex appeal is one of her weapons. She did it. In, she did it in Iron Man two. She did it in this. She did it in Iron Man three. You know what I'm saying? It's it's all in her skill set. So, yes, they had a flirty, like, thing going on, but if anything, if anything, they were going to bone. That's it. Yeah. She's worked her way. Because oh, right. Captain America isn't into her. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's way too... His main girl. Yeah, he's he's, he's yeah. way too into Penny. You know what I'm saying? And that scene was torture. Hey, Peggy. That, that hurt. Peggy. Peggy. That scene was that hurt. That, that scene was, was really sad. For her, mostly. Black Widow's worked her way down the line for the uh, lead Avengers, right? Yeah. Tony. Yep. Cap. Cap. Hulk. Hulk. Thor. She's not, not going to go for Thor. Better not be Thor's pretty. got too many people beating up his tree. <laughs> better not be playing hide the zucchini. You better not be playing hide the zucchini. Oh, that's a great fucking line. <laughs> Speaking of lines, there was a lot of good ones oh, in there. There's so many good ones. That's why my job for this episode was so hard. I had like five finalists. Were any of, Were any of them ours? No. Are you fucking real? <laughs> Can you give us a little bit of 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 a 
lines I enjoy. I had page. another one. Okay. The only podcast. Oh wow. The only podcast that isn't obliged to do anything. I thought that was a good one. When uh, Sam L. Jackson's like, I'm not obliged to tell you anything, or I'm not obliged to do anything. Mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to weave in the one about um, the last time you trusted somebody, you lost, lost an eye. I lost an eye. Yeah. I was like, oh, shut up. <laughs> I do share, because I'm nice like that. <laughs> I like want to see my lease a lot. Yeah, that was a good one. I work that into an opening line for the podcast. What? You want to what? Want to see my lease? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. I have a really big gripe with that scene. Yeah, I, uh, is it the profiling? <laughs> I don't know if anyone really looked no. at what he's wearing, like in that scene. But it is a really interesting. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a tunic. It's like a military tunic where it's got the epaulets and it's got the the high collar. And oh the yeah, fancy that's button, right. But it like goes down to mid calf. It's a duster at the same time. Yeah, and it and then he puts a coat on over, and it's like I don't know what's going. It's, it was, what are you wearing? It was similar to what Neo wears in the second and third movie. Right, exactly, yeah. yeah. It's more of a cape than a cope. Cope. Like, cope. I have some friends who could probably tell <laughs> me what you're wearing, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> you heard it first. Cope. GTH podcast. Um, Available was, now in our store. Yeah. I no. wish. Um, I was fine with that <laughs> whole scene up until he pulls out the thing that they called the lightsaber and on the set. Oh, oh, I actually wrote down, of course, Miss Window has a lightsaber. Yeah. Uh, to cut a hole oh, into yeah, yeah. the gravel was, and like, climb in. I just didn't. I wasn't okay. Well, no, he didn't cut a hole into the gravel. He cut a hole out of the car. And then it went and down, down into like, the, the snowboy. Into the street. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was a manhole. No. No, he was not conveniently a, placed on a manhole. Yeah, using dirt yeah. That I would have been okay with, but it was definitely not. Yeah. Huh. And I just was like, oh, wow. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I thought I, it was a manhole initially, too, and I was like, that would be too convenient. Yeah. He probably just cut through the ground. No, it, like, if you look yeah. at it carefully, like, you just see, like, an inch or two of pavement, and then dirt, as if it's just the ground, and then he eventually I mean, dug it down all the way into the sewers that happened to be conveniently placed on the list. Based on the technology that they have already in yeah. this universe, it... I mean, they called it a lightsaber on set. <laughs> yeah, well, because so, it's Mace Windu. <laughs> well, I mean, back to the list, the, the book that Captain Rogers keeps for things he has to catch up on, his mind is going to oh. explode when you watch a Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I took a picture of he, that list because I wanted to see everything on it. Trust yeah. not Star <laughs> that Wars. That list he watched, yeah, he, watched he watched Star Wars and he had Trek next to yeah. it. So he did Wars before Trek. So I wonder what his because brain... Star Wars I wonder what happened. He was probably like, oh my god, Nick Fury. Alright, so... <laughs> um, I actually... One of, one of the things I wrote down that I, I kind of was interested in, um, especially watching some of like the cool tech that they used in the ship... And then as he, like, drops down to look at Insight for the first time, was, like, how much of this shit is Stark tech? Like, oh, how... Oh, oh. Like, it's, it's like, oh, it's gotta be. And they even mention it. Yeah, they even shortly, the line. Yeah, yeah, shortly after I wrote it, Cap is, like, Stark, and Fury's, like, eh. He, he had some say. He had some say. Like, no, this is all his shit. Yeah, this is all Stark. He wants to be an Avenger so hard right now, he'll give you anything. The funny thing is, he was a target in Project Insight. Did you actually see him, like, on the side? Like on the no, you, but you saw the target on Stark Tower. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, they, they target a bunch of... Because yeah. it was saying, a faulty program, yeah. It could be... They made else. so many references to targets when Jasper Sitwell gives them up the, the algorithm well, stuff. Yeah. yeah. You got Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, I was so happy when I heard that. Oh, got an awful oh, reference God. to Moon Knight. Yeah, right? Yeah, but isn't he have, supposed to have a TV show? He might have a Netflix Maybe. show. But know, it's not right. anytime soon, I mean... It's not even announced yet, so yeah. I'm down for it. I mean, I'm Marvel's Batman. 
He's basically magic Batman. Right. How'd you guys feel about the elevator scene? Loved it. The the fighting part? Oh, the fight elevator scene is great. The fight is great. I love that scene. Yeah, I actually enjoyed it. That's when he sees the sweat on the guy's head. He was like Sherlocking everybody. He was like, that guy's reaching for his baton, the other guy's sweating. Mm -hmm. Like, Two well, big he guys just knew in. something was going to go down. He didn't know how it was going to go down, but I just love how he took it. Where he was like, "So before we start this thing, does anyone want to get off?" I was kind of hoping you would use that as an opener too. Was I that an be. option? No, it wasn't. Damn it! <laughs> we have no idea. Guys. We'll there were know. apparently so many good lines in this movie that yeah, yeah. very good. Wow, we barely scratched the start. We have good job, Russo brothers. Yeah, and the writing was fantastic. Writers. Apparently, um, brothers doing movies can do good work. Stranger Things, mm-hmm. Marvel, Coen Brothers, Coen, Coen Brothers, right? <laughs> Nailed it. I mean, they did, did, did right. They did one good Matrix movie, right? And they did V for Vendetta, which was pretty. Is cool. it Farley Brothers? Is that one? No. Farley, Farley, Farley. <laughs> I know if me and my brother make a movie company, we can't call it anything Brothers because that's a porn company. Really? <laughs> yeah, the Parody Brothers is a porn company. Wow, no, no, no. <laughs> they already do great work, guys. <laughs> Let's put another Y at the end. It's <laughs> <laughs> just three Ys. I don't think that's how English or, works. Or two, or two E's. Two E's. Um, that first look you see as they're like fit, like they're putting the finishing touches on uh, Project Insight was even more stunning, like visual effects. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's ridiculous how like how they combed over every little detail with this CGI or otherwise. Like this looked insane. Like, I, I usually can find one little thing I would like, oh, well, they kind of, like, that weird little robot looks kind of stupid, but, you know, whatever, the scene's still great. I couldn't find one in this. Yeah. It was so good. The effects were good. Yeah. yeah. They did well. So. Could we just talk about the amount of money and jobs that S.H.I.E.L.D. put together with Project Inside alone? I was sure, looking uh, at it today and just looking at <coughs> the amount of attack ships on the helicarriers... And the amount of people in those friggin' hangars, I'm like, oh my god, there's like a Trump's million America. people being <laughs> hired by this one friggin' project. They're all gonna lose their goddamn jobs if it wasn't an awful, Thanks. awful project. Thanks, Hydra. I mean, it had good intentions, but yes, it got turned really bad. Really bad. I, I was actually thinking at the end, when, like, mere minute, minutes after they've been launched, they all start shooting the ridiculous arsenals at each other. I'm like, God, this is in America. Like, we freak out when, you know, a quarterback doesn't stand for the anthem. Are, could you imagine the outcry when billions of tax dollars go down the drain eight minutes after this happens? <laughs> People lost their mind when, like, the Facebook satellite blew up a couple weeks ago. Like, this is not... No. But this is post-Avengers, so they saw, like, aliens attacking you. Yeah. yeah. At this yeah. point, they're numb to it. <laughs> living, in this, living in that universe would be insane. They're like, yeah. at least it was humans this time. <laughs> I would want to work for some of those organizations so bad. Hydra? Anything. Uh, <laughs> Anything to be associated with that. Wow. Um, the cleanup crew. All right, there's a line in the sand now. <laughs> I'm Team Shield. <laughs> I'll work for AIM. Wow. Okay. okay. How did we guys? How, how did you guys feel about the actual story? Like, what were your emotional feelings towards how the story panned out? Because, like, Nick Fury says we can eliminate like ninety percent of threats before 
they even happen. And mm-hmm. then Captain America is on the other side saying, by holding a gun to everybody on Earth's head. Yeah. Like, what side did you feel like was the right side? Because I could see both sides being somewhat right, but which side did you lean towards more, I guess is my question. Go ahead. Well, as Nick Fury says that, I'm like, ah, oh, it's cool. It's good. That's a good point. And then Cap says what he says. I'm like, oh yeah, it's a <laughs> that's a point. better point. It's a better point, I guess. I don't know. Like it's you total line. There's a lot of ethical questions in this yeah. movie, which is why it's so good. It's, mm-hmm. I feel like it's so relatable to today. Yes. Yeah, well, it's because it takes place in today. Right. Plus superheroes, <laughs> like the NSA and all that fun stuff. Everybody's spying on you mm-hmm. and shit like that. So you just gotta watch what you say. I fall in line the same spot I fell in line with Civil War, and that is. Right down the Nick Fury line. Yeah. I mean, no, like, you just can't, you just can't be this overarching unit that gets to decide that you're the world police, because that's what potentially the Avengers could have become. Mm -hmm. That is what S.H.I.E.L.D. is trying to do, Mm -hmm. and so in this, technically speaking, I fall on the side of Cap. Because you can't, you can't be the world police, like, there's not, it's not okay to be the world police. Right. You know, like... Especially in this universe, like you, you don't need world police when you have actual extraterrestrials coming and trying to rip you apart, brick by brick. I'm also, I'm also Team Captain America because nothing in this world. This is going to get philosophical and beyond the scope of this movie, but nothing in this world is black and white like that. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can't be like, this is a threat, we kill it, or this is not a threat, we don't kill it. There are varying degrees of gray. I mean, obviously, some, some are. Complete threats to humanity, but lots of them are gray areas. You can't have a ship that wipes people out right. indiscriminately. Hopefully, if Insight had gone off with Shield at its core, not Hydra, okay. Hopefully, Insight would have been firing on arrangements of terrorists and not a group of guys who might be. Ter- you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand there's a fine line. I get that, but hopefully, they would have been firing on the people raiding a village that they're like, okay, these guys are bad, they need to be eliminated, they are taking action against X people, instead of, hey, there's three guys together, there's three guys together, kill them. You know what I'm saying? That's what I hope. We saw the targeting map light up everyone when they were but about that to was fire. Hydra. Yeah. Yeah, but That's Hydra had shield. But, that Hydra, was their but I'm just saying, they were if you use. took Hydra out of it... It's, sti- it's still wrong, because... Yeah, no, I know that. The crime has to happen before the punishment. Right. But if they didn't let the crime happen... Like, if the crime was happening and then came the punishment, is what I'm saying. Right. That's, that's the point, is to eliminate the crime <coughs> no, by I know. inflicting the punishment. Yeah. Right but away. Who's making that call? An algorithm. Mm-hmm. It's a novel exactly. idea, but... That's what I'm saying. I would rather be surveillance than an algorithm. Yeah. I mean, we see how a really advanced algorithm works out with Ultron now, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, algorithm... Artificial intelligences are just... Computer algorithms gone awry. Mm. Is this the last movie before uh, Ultron or not? Yes. Mm-hmm. So then it's just two examples of that in movies in a row. Oh, no! The, the, East, don't come before, the right? Easter egg before the the post credit scene leads you to believe it's the last movie before Ultron, but I'm not sure if it is or not. I think it is. I think I looked it up. And or it's either that or Guardians of the Galaxy. Right after it might be Guardians. Yeah, yeah but then that, then this is the first one that takes place on Earth after it. Iron Man three. No. no I think Iron Man 3 happens before this movie. Yeah. Yes. Dark World? Dark World before There's this movie. So many now, it's. Yeah. Get your feet. Someone get a timeline. Interns. Intern, get a timeline. They're <laughs> not doing their fucking job today. Line. Um, I was going to look it up. 
I leaned with Cap as well. I mean, well. I just think it's the right thing to do in this situation. Mm-hmm. It's just super interesting that you guys all sided with Cap, but when it was Iron Man that felt this way, you sided with Cap anyways. That's not my business. I was Team Iron going into Civil War. I always sided I, with Cap. I could see both I, yeah, sides I, of the I argument. I could see both sides of the argument. But the difference was that Tony Stark's no different from Hydra, creating... Oh, Thor sure. ...doing all that other bullshit. <laughs> Tony Stark definitely stepped outside the bounds. Right. No arguing that. When it comes to the Age of Ultron, and you want me to put place blame on that for that movie, <coughs> that's fucking Tony's bad. Right. He fucked up. I mean, Tony's I mean, been the sub. Tony's been the sub villain for mm, three movies. That was by accident. An accidental sub villain. <laughs> he's been the he's been the inadvertent sub villain yeah. for three movies, and he's going to be for more because he. Funded everybody's MIT project. I hope that I hope you're right. <laughs> uh, I sw- if oh, they don't so do anything funny. with that, I'll be real disappointed. That is the best thing to take away from our Civil War episode. <laughs> Maybe the only thing to take away. Well, you know what? We will with the pictures that we've been seeing from Homecoming, it's totally possible. Can't wait for that movie because I think it's going to be a fucking shit show. It will be. Uh, you shut your goddamn <laughs> mouth, Frank. It's going to be such a shit show. Something I took from this movie, watching it this time around, was he came from. The Greatest Generation, who was the generation that took down the Nazis to stop the Holocaust from continuing, not happening, but continuing. And the fact that he was able to succeed this time really, like, touched me in a way that, you know, not every superhero movie can. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, I'm at peace with this. It's tough listening to, like, Steve Rogers without siding with him. Like, when he makes that speech... Like, like I know a lot of you have heard things about me, and so you just want to run through a wall for the guy. Right. I don't know, it pumps you up. And that geeky tech radar guy that I'm, was I'm supposed to do that. That was spo- I'm not going to do that. If Rogers make that speech, or if He'd anyone that. if anyone else makes that speech, yeah, there's a gun sure. to my head. I'm doing what you say. Yeah. Tony Stark no. makes that speech. I'm fucking doing it. I'm Tony Stark. <laughs> um, I'm putting your project. Yes, to both of those points. You're right. If it was anybody other than. Steve Rogers saying that speech, that tech dude pisses himself while he's setting the launch codes. No argument that. But I wonder if that's, you know, we we see him through this this lens, and we are looking at him through the same lens as the people of this particular version of the United States. This is the same lens that shows you the fucking museum. That is dedicated to him. Yeah, it might talk about the other people in his crew, but that fucking museum is about Steve Rogers. It was an exhibit. Yeah, it was an exhibit. Okay. Was it a Smithsonian exhibit? Yes. Okay, so it's the most famous museum in the country. (laughs) I'm just saying. It just happened to be in Washington, D.C. just happened to be there. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Just in America. He should be there. I'm not saying he shouldn't, but what I'm saying is, like, you don't walk through, and you don't, you, you don't work at S.H.I.E.L.D., Without on your day off going to one of the Smithsonian's, probably have walked through. I imagine everybody who visits DC has probably seen this exhibit right. now. You he's see that, and you see what it is that he did, what it is that he's capable of, and this, that, and the other thing. And then you hear him talk eloquently, but not like down at you. He's talking like he's us. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because so like to him, he is. Yeah, so like that obviously is what's going to pump you up, but like. I don't know where I'm going with this anymore, but... <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to say that Captain America's a born leader. I'm right is, there with you. Yeah, he's not... It's not that he's not, but what I'm saying is, like, I wonder if all of these other circumstances around the world, like, the, the country as a whole, 
weren't that way, like if they didn't have an exhibit for him, would you still have done it? Absolutely. Yes. I don't know. Because I think you're, you know him as, as the American hero. It's, it's been in your textbooks at school your entire life that he is the American hero. So when he says to jump, you'd say how high. I don't think this is a good hypothetical because it's... He he is the typical American hero. You just can't take that out of the equation. If it was a stranger saying that, of course no one's going to listen to a stranger. I never heard of this guy. Who the hell are you? Like, I heard bad things about you. You're, you're a traitor to S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm not going to do what you say. I mean, the, you know, I would put Superman in the same... Um, side as I would Captain America in terms of a symbol that people should, quote, listen to. But I would listen to Steve Rogers before I listen to Superman. <laughs> Captain America's a Hufflepuff. <laughs> no, he's not. Right on. Yeah, he is. It totally is. He does what's it's right because, because it's, it's the, the right, right thing, thing to, to do. do. Mm-hmm. But Hufflepuffs are supposed to, like, not have any extraordinary abilities and things. Okay, but they're, just, they're just all he try didn't. hard. He didn't. All of his came from a bottle. Moral code. But he does now. But he does now. I wouldn't change him. Anyway, so Captain America is the Hufflepuff. He does the right thing because it's the right thing to do. I agree with that analogy. Well, yeah. When he was 95 pounds, he did the right thing. And now that he's a brick shithouse, he does the right thing. Well, he was chosen for the... To because be, he did the right because thing. Because of right. his no. character, right? Right, because of his character. They exactly. put... Soldiers power. through that test, mm-hmm. and Tommy Lee Jones is, wanted to go yeah. with the strongest guy, which makes no sense. No, it didn't make any Why sense. Why are you going to make the strongest guy even stronger? I don't know. Make, it would, they probably would have had the juggernaut. It would have been awesome. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Just a small side note, they probably had to do something with the Hulk when they used it on Blonsky. <laughs> Why Blonsky didn't turn out so great. Definitely. Because uh, character. Yeah. I would have loved to see them fight to the death. Blonsky and Hulk? No, Captain America. He got wrecked. <laughs> Blonsky was like a flash in the pan power. Like I feel like Blonsky had like a, a a gauge, and once he hit the end of it, it was out. And I feel like Captain America, because the serum worked correctly, it, his body will function better. Limitless. Limit. Not limitless, but better. <laughs> Obviously, he's not limitless. Come on, we've all I mean, seen the movies. You've got a metal arm. That's, that's awesome, cool. dude. Oh, speaking of the metal arm, yes. One of the things I wrote in my notes. Did the Winter Soldier's arm seem way more robotic in this movie than in Civil War? Like, I can hear all the gears turning and, like, the, the little noises and the yeah, pops. They, yeah, I, I heard a lot of a lot of gear noises. I think they focused on it a lot more. That's the thing. Thanks. Because you hear it in the fight scene in the airport. When Spider-Man grabs it and twists it out, you hear it like... You hear it, like, twist out. Because they're showing you, like, he's a super soldier with a robot arm and this 14-year-old asshole... <laughs> is twisting it out like it's nothing and talking to him about 16 it. Sixteen-year-old yes. asshole. Watch your mouth. <laughs> He's sixteen. <laughs> and Spider-Man was the best part of that goddamn movie. I don't know. I didn't carbon date him. We were talking about the wrong movie. I just wanted to compare it real quick. No, I know. But I but feel I, like when he uh, uses the arm in this movie, it sounds like a robot arm. They didn't say it's made out of, did they? No. No. I no. wanted. I wanted. Was wondering that the entire. It's got to be akin to a vibranium. It's got to be because it doesn't not. shatter when the shield smacks into it. But. It, it's not. That's not a thing that the shield would do. The thing is that Bucky is able to use the shield in the same way Cap is because of the serum. The arm is just an added bonus because he lost that arm in, the in either the accident 
or in the Super Soldier. No, he lost it. Yeah, he lost it in the accident because he because he from like, the flashback. Saw that in yeah, the flashback. The flashback oh. He like as his eyes are opening and he's getting drunk. He lifts up these arms. Got the stump. Oh, okay. stump. And then yeah. they like chop it off. Like they never the say anything about vibranium, so I can't say it is vibranium. I'm not saying. I it's also vibranium. can't confirm. I'm it. just saying no. it's somewhere in the spectrum near vibranium of sure. fictitious metals that they've come sure. up with. Maybe it's adamantium. Who knows? No, they haven't it. mentioned adamantium because they can't. <laughs> but maybe it. You know what? If I look it up and it says it's adamantium, I'm gonna close my phone and just laugh. <laughs> so I'm gonna do that. Well, you'll you find out if we hear laughter. For no if you hear laughter, talk amongst yourselves. I think it's vibranium, and I don't want to talk about civil war again. But I'm not. You, you want to find out? Watch the war. How about that? I, I mean, it, one of the things that struck me as I was watching it and the sequences between Bucky and um, and Steve was how ridiculously sturdy that robotic arm was. Not and like it was so sturdy and it was so powerful that I didn't even remember that this is a complete metal arm that has all of the same utilities as a regular person's mm-hmm. hand. Like, you forget that he's able to, like, like move knives in between his fingers mm-hmm. or pull triggers, like... And shred on guitar. And shred on guitar. If only we'd seen that. <laughs> they messed up. They, no, no, no. It's probably in the deleted scenes. Yeah, um, you forget that it's not just, like, a metal sleeve over his arm. It is his functioning arm. Mm-hmm. And it functions as well, That's if not arm. better, than a regular person's hand. Furiosa. It definitely functions as a regular hand because he doesn't like turn it to a gun, pop anything out of it. It's strictly a robot hand. But the thing is, you fr- like the fact that it's so sturdy makes me forget that it's a full robotic right, yeah. hand. That's what I'm saying. Go go gadget gun. Although that fight scene with him and Cap on the street, you you like see his like Krav Maga like style fighting where he's the weapon it doesn't matter what he's using right. where he's got the knife and he just drops the knife and then picks it up with the other hand it's like fuck I would have never thought of that if I didn't see this fucking movie and just the fact that it distracts it's like yeah. it's like the first time in a fight that you see Cat gets distracted yeah exactly going back to my point that I'd rather this is very humanizing I'm sorry go ahead I'd rather get punched than get stabbed better pay sure. attention to that fucking knife for sure let's talk villain who Hydra. is the who is the villain? Pierce. Hydra. Pierce is one hundred percent the villain. Yeah, Hydra. Yeah. Who is Bucky? Hydra? Is again a pawn. Villain. It's a guy. It's a person. They're not talking organization. It's Pierce, right? Yes. Yes. Because yeah. when okay. you, I did I did research on MCU villains, and a lot of the lists that I saw had the Winter Soldier as a top villain. I don't think he's the villain no. of the movie, right? He's a device. He's a right. henchman. He's a force of nature. <laughs> He's a brainwashed... It's basically like Crossbones. Henchman. But if... Okay, if he's not the villain, fair. I am going to hold him up to the sequel standard, though. Because he's the only villain in this movie. If that's the case, and he's not the villain, he still lives up to the sequel standard better than the actual villain does. Pierce holds up. You think Pierce holds up? Yes, because he's using his power and his influence to try to... Execute but it just his plan. But again, the other side of it is it just ends. Like you, he doesn't get away. Is like, oh, I'll get you next time. Right. That's why I kind of felt this was like kind of like a Bond movie because he reminds me of that over overarching Bond villain. Like okay. he's the head guy in charge. This is the guy you want to take down. And like Winter Soldier is like the he's like the odd job. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> it's true. You're definitely right. But compared to the other villains in the MCU, Pierce is up there. Up there, I'd have to yeah. agree with that. Right, he's, sure. he's no Loki, but he's no—he's no Red Skull. He's no Malekith either. 
I don't know the comic books that well. Is Red Skull a bigger problem than yes? Than what the uh, the movie leads them, leads us to believe? He's one of Captain America's this is more like major villains. Yeah. So yeah, but does he survive onto like uh, yes? Okay, <laughs> because Red Skull has more to do with Hydra. Red Skull's more of a Hydra yeah. operative, but the villain's ideology, though. That's how I felt for this movie, anyway. Like the the fact that like Hydra is kind of like the Nazis, kind of like we're going to take over the world and take away your freedom very slowly in a way that you'll never know because you're trying to give up uh, your freedom for more security, which is what the guy at the um, oh shit, what was his name? Zola. Yeah, said to Captain America, and that that really like hit me because it's like. Wow, I could see this fucked up country doing this. Like, right. I could see. You mean you watched like this, this fucked up country do this? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's call it the way it is. There's it, a little bit of world influence into this movie yes, that really it, is striking. To, I mean, I mean, for me anyway. Right, but I get what you're saying. But that's like the evil of the movie. But I think the villain personified would be Pierce. It has to be. Right. Yeah. If we go by, if we go by. Your criteria, it is. I mean, it has comic to be. book villain. It's, it's Pierce. Pierce. He's the mastermind pulling all of the strings. He's the one sending Winter Soldier places. He is. Yeah, and he's, he's one step ahead of people too, which is what I liked about him because he's like, oh, I got the name tags as like a failsafe. Yeah, he has like, contingencies. Right. Cold hearted too when his housekeeper comes back because I wish you would have not. Oh my god, that's so great. Yeah. Blast her, blow her away. See, the first time I saw that movie, I thought he was afraid that the Winter Soldier was going to kill her too. Because mm-hmm. he, I thought like he was showing up yeah. to kill Pierce, and then obviously that didn't happen, and I knew that going in the second time. Right. So I was like, "Wow, that's kind of messed up, Pierce." All evidence on Wikipedia says that Bucky's arm is no more special than Vader's or Luke's. Huh. Just bionic. Okay. Um, I hate that. I would. Then I guess he's just, just super strong because when he goes to punch Rogers and he shatters the pavement. Right. No. He, I mean. They're both super strong. We know that. But does Captain America break a street when he punches? I don't know. I want to see. I just don't think you punch. I don't think a metal object hits the shield and survives. Well, yeah, a, a regular arm would shatter. Hitting it. Yeah, 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 a regular arm would shatter. But even regular, like bullets bounce off without leaving. Yeah, but they bounce off. Then Which the, we saw. the arm is not going to yeah. shatter. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna bounce off just like everything else. I guess. It, it's not gonna like the amount of things he shatters with the shield are. Everything. Yes. Shatters? Walls. No, he that. runs through walls with it. Yeah. yeah, he runs through walls with it, but that's... Big glass on the side of buildings, hot. Like, the, the glass up at, like, the top of skyscrapers is, like, three inches thick. Yeah. He runs through it. Granted, yeah. he's got momentum behind the shield, but the shield is what breaks the glass. Yeah, no, I know that. But it, at the same time, I feel like... It's an arm... And this is a stationary object, so I feel like just by the motion that he's putting, you know, behind the shield, that's accentuating it instead of the the opposing forces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, if anything, he would have murdered all those guys he smashed with the shield in the ship, and he didn't clearly murder them because we didn't see blood everywhere. He fucked shit up with but the shield, but he fucked them up when he throws it, and it like. Hits one guy, ricochets off the back of the ship, and then hits two more, yeah. and like bounces the yeah. back up to his arm. That shield is ridiculous. The way they oh, have no, manufactured him using the shield in the movies is just amazing to watch. Yeah, no, like it's it always something new, and it's always equally impressive. Yep. And I like the way in this one he's still got to put it on his arm. 
in Age of Ultron, he just and it just slaps back because he got once the, or twice he it just kind of like falls onto the arm. Right, but but he but like in in Age of Ultron, he actually had like a, a oh yeah a metallic just, like a they probably uh, had to explain a recall button. Like, How does that work? Dude. Stark was like, I'm gonna make it a recall button, just like Thor's hammer, just like my armor. <laughs> and Thor's like, my hammer doesn't have a recall button. He's like. Yeah, I could. I bet I could lift it up. It's fine. Oh, that scene is so good. That scene is so much better in the trailer than in the movie. Yeah. Because the music they put behind it is so good. All right, we're off topic. Yes, Again, we are. Uh, the Russo brothers actually came out and said that they weren't really big fans of Captain America growing up. It was like their least favorite character. I could not have guessed that watching the movie. Um, so they were like, we had to change it, basically, because he's just a super soldier with a frisbee. Mm-hmm. So how do you make him cool? You make him kick ass. And and that makes a lot of sense to me though, yeah. because I don't I actually advocate that I don't like Captain America, but I liked him in this, mm-hmm. so it makes sense that somebody who didn't necessarily like him had to find a way to make him likable, and that's what they they succeeded. succeeded. Hands down, they succeeded because it wasn't until today that Captain America stopped being Uber Boy Scout. And now he's actually got some grit and some ideologies and some times. and some gray areas. He listened to Nirvana. It's just interesting that he <laughs> works with it. His gray areas work, and we're all like, "Yeah, I love this gray shit. I love what's going on here. I love that your values are kind of being put into practice." Meanwhile, you got the other dipshit who's the same boat, Superman, who was in the same boat with his Uber Boy Scoutness, and we put him in a gritty movie, and everyone's like. Uh, yeah, but they didn't do it right. No, I know. I hate him. But I'm just saying. It's the first Captain America movie where, like, I come away really impressed with Captain America. Yeah. Right? Because in Avengers, is he, yeah, was he anyone's favorite Avenger in the Avengers? Not really. I mean, he was mine. He was mine, too. But that's because I'm a big Cap fan. Yeah, same. Nope. But, like, based on the first movie, based on Avengers, um, I, like, I wasn't really excited for so, um, Winter Soldier when it came out. Like... I'm like, what more can they possibly do? The we, first event, we, we get it. The first but Captain America movie, I watched it, and I was like, I am not happy with this at all. I just see, did I not. really like that movie. I I like it, but I'm just not happy that they went with that direction, because I was just like, this is boring as fuck. And he's like, fucking boring. what is... How That's are they making the popular? We're going to do that one, too. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then they came out with Winter Soldier, and my wife was like, we should go see that movie. And I was like, ah, I didn't really like the first one, yeah. but I'll go see it. And I left the theater like, holy shit, this is my favorite Marvel movie. And it hasn't changed since. I've watched, you know, Civil War and stuff like that. On that note, who has some gripes? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> I have two. I have two also. Uh, I've got one. Big one. The lightsaber for me, and... uh Nick Fury should have fucking died. I hate... F- the fake death is the main one for me. I can't stand it in these movies. It cheapens the scene of when you mm-hmm. rewatch the movie. It's supposed to be an emotional moment. Like when Agent Coulson dies. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be an emotional moment when mm-hmm. he comes back. I don't buy it. You think you, and it's, it's lazy. You can mm-hmm. do so much more with it. You can have Nick Fury in the hospital recovering and... Crossbones is about to kill him, and Cap comes in, figures it out, saves him. That, that would have been a cool scene. I don't think you have to have him fake his death. The Russo brothers actually came out and said that they did not want to kill him because it just deletes any, like, sequel standard. There's n- he can't come back. They didn't want to, like, 
stop the story arc for Nick Fury, which is why they went with it. Uh, they said that they, I forget the actual wording, Banner created something for his heart rate, and that's what they injected Nick Fury with, but it didn't work on Banner. Yeah, it didn't stop Banner. Which you were like, oh, I hate the heart rate thing, but oh, they kind of touched that in this movie again. Yeah. I agree with you. Coulson bothers me, but Nick Fury doesn't, because I think Nick Fury has a bigger role to play. You know, think about what doesn't happen in the MCU specifically post Winter Soldier if they let Fury die. If he just dies. I'm not saying let him die. I'm saying don't fake his death. Don't fake the death. Come okay. up with something creative. Yeah, okay, fair. That's a cheap way out. Fair. He ran away to a farm. Like, I'll agree with you that they didn't need to fake his death necessarily, but the thing is, faking his death, like he says, they can't kill you if you're already dead. That's the whole thing. That's what. That's yeah. what basically keeps him safe, as opposed to if yeah, Captain that, America had just saved him, then they would still be hunting Fury, because they would know he's still alive. That, that's why I was okay with it, because it was whole, like, espionage, like, spy bullshit. It's a little silly. Layers upon kind layers. Kind of necessary. Um, my biggest, my biggest gripe with the movie was the logic behind the airships, mm-hmm. where Fury, like, opens up the briefcase and there's like three chips and he's like you can't just replace one you have to replace all three or it's not going to work so when Cat pulls one out and then him and Bucky get into the fight and like move away wouldn't the wouldn't it go all, like wouldn't it not matter if one if and you need all three chips for it to work wouldn't removing one be just as effective as yeah, removing all three at it to shoot it down oh I guess that's what it does right because by right. putting it in it actually targets the it. That's how they were going to take it. But, at, like, the timeline, as soon as he pulls out the one, the timeline doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Like, it can't, but they're still counting down, the algorithm's still doing its thing. I'm like, no, one of the three chips that is required is out of the algorithm. Is out of it. But so, that means one chip isn't getting shot down and destroyed. No, no, what I'm saying is it doesn't matter. I get why you need to put all three in, but the minute that you pull out one of them, the whole system oh. doesn't operate. Pulling out one and replacing all three would do the exact same thing. Maybe there was a failsafe. There must be, but like it, it just have like eighty other chips in there. For that was the other issue. It was like it's like how you ha- and, it, and it just happens to be the three in the front row. Come on, guys. It wasn't the front row. We had to wait for it to cycle down. Runtime, baby. Like when they opened it. Oh, it, it, just, it down, they like cycled. A certain number oh, okay. of rows. Maybe. All right. That that's fair. That's fair. I, my my point went away. <laughs> we got they they got to the point. Themselves, I didn't need to bring it up. <laughs> I don't know how you would have done this, but for Project Insight and having the three Death Stars flying around, like, I kind of wanted to see it in action, just a little bit. Because in my head, I equated it to a Death Star, and you see the Death Star in action, you know? Mm-hmm. I want to see what this thing's capable of. I mean, you saw them shooting on each other. Mass murder, that's what this thing is capable of. I, I don't, they I had so many goddamn guns. Right. I don't, so many. I don't know how you do it, but I think it would have been cool if he, like, something happened. And, like, just to see the devastation it would cause, rather than taking the Maybe a deleted scene for you. Maybe. I'm not okay with that's that a being very, actual. That's a very dark, like, Schindler's Well, list I'm not idea. saying murder 20... Again, <laughs> I don't... list is the movie? <laughs> um, you fuck. I don't know how you do it. It's basically a holocaust, guys. It's Hydra. Okay. Hydra cost. Oof. Wow. I nailed it. Um, Wordplay. You can put your hand down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also would really find it interesting to see the death count in this movie. 
Because a lot high. of people, a lot of people die. More than I think die in a, like, outside of like, pure unadulterated destruction that happens like when Sokovia drops and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> the actual combatants in this movie, the nut, like the death toll has to be the highest. Because you're also not fighting, like an Ultron, you're fighting the machines. Yeah. So, that death, that death count doesn't matter. Battle this right. is all like actual yeah. Hydra agents. People. Battle for New York. I mean, there's a there's a high yeah. death toll there, but I think this movie trumps it because you have to think Again, those ships went human down. Right. Those ships went down where they came up. How many people were doing their job down there before? Oh, look at that! Yeah. But again, I'm just talking about human combatants. Yeah. Like human combatants, there's a huge death toll yeah. in this. Definitely. So I'd be interested to see that. Someone get a count. Uh, send it to uh, zthpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Please do that. If you had that kind of time. Yeah, I mean, great. I mean, maybe there's a set website that already has it. You don't have to do the work yourself. Maybe we could just Google it, but we're lazy. Who knows? Right, exactly. We want you to Google it. Join the conversation. Really? I mean, That's what we want. We be want to heard. create a community. Be heard, zeros. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any more gripes around the table? Uh, I have two small ones that I wrote down. I, I, let me reread them and make sure we... Okay. The elevator scene is one of my possible gripes, just because it's ridiculous how he jumped out of an elevator from that high up. He's a super soldier. I know. Just soldier. the shield. The shield is amazing. Almost too I like the way we all scene. said that it was one of our favorite scenes and Joe said nothing, but no one thought that Joe was going to say, I hated that scene. I didn't hate, I didn't hate <laughs> no, the I hate scene. I just, the, he, the way he escapes the elevator from that high up, is, I, mean, I was like, this well, is Well, even the guy was like, are you kidding me? He's making his way through the garage. Like, how did he survive that? Yeah. It was nuts. He really curled up. He was tight. Yeah, that shield cover, he made oh, yeah. cover his entire body. Yeah, he, like, that was he, impressive. He was, he was in an ass bomb formation. Yeah, he, he still down. lands on a vibranium shield, though. Come on. How far do we take it? He's got uh, vibranium in his veins. That's what the super soldier serum is. Oh, my God. We nailed There it is. And I'm it's done. It's just liquid right. vibranium. <laughs> and my other one is, uh, when they're, when they, after they get arrested and, uh, Agent Hill is undercover in the van. Okay. And they cut through the floor. How did they get out without anyone noticing that they cut through the floor? Like, w- they were in a tunnel. Where did they go? Was that another convenient manhole? or like? What? No, no, I figured they cut themselves out before they got into the tunnel. No one would have seen it, them roll down the highway? I don't know. I guess, I, maybe not, actually. you're not supposed to, like, question, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Uh, the lightsaber scene, I can understand, but that one... Well, it's basically the same thing. It's just... Yeah, but you didn't Even see less it. plausible that time. Did you see the hole? Yeah, you see the hole. In the they, van. Open, they open the van doors right. and they're not in there, and there's a giant hole in the mm-hmm. van floor. And I'm like, the when did they make that? Shape. <laughs> and where did they get out? Hmm. The exact same weird, like, diamond shape, too. <laughs> yeah. Not even just a circle. They made a rhombus. Yeah, it was very strange. <laughs> this Look isn't so much a gripe as a scene I just didn't particularly enjoy is, uh, in New Jersey. With the supercomputer talking oh, to them I love that scene. and having a conversation. I just wasn't buying it. I love that, that scene. That scene was really cool. That scene is fucking I don't awesome. know how it works. You get all the information for what they're trying to do, what right, they're trying exactly. to achieve. I that. understand the point of the you scene. You don't understand how his brain works? His brain I, runs on hard drives and computers. I don't get how he can converse with them. He's a freaking program from the 40s, apparently. It must it have was, been a... Was, no, he died in the 70s. Yeah, they recruited... S.H.I.E.L.D. recruited him, and he worked for them for a yeah, while. He, and then he, when, that was from the 70s. Okay, so it's a program from the 70s. He's communicating 40 years later. And someone's been there. 
Because they left a USB drive there. I mean, I'm just... Someone had to have been there. They updated update his it. software, like R2. Star Wars references. We are kidding. You got Hydra Jarvis <laughs> so telling them everything. I just... No, it wasn't... I liked it. I found it cool because the way that I picture that scene working is, like, when it boots up, like, different... Like, of those those really big, like, almost look like film reel yeah. hard drives. Like, certain ones of them would spin certain distances at certain times. Like, as if each one of those har- huge hard drives was actually just a single neuron that would fire in the brain. Yeah. It's how, like, how like... I read it, read that scene. And when I look at it that way, I love it. I, again, I guess I just do the suspension of dis- disbelief on that, because you're yeah. right. It, it's insane. It must have been it's... a comic book thing yeah. that they Possibly. put into the movie. Yeah. There are a couple of moments I do like about it, like when he cap punches the screen. And he and pops up on the other next says, one. As, as, as I was saying, <laughs> yeah. that was pretty cool. And when he... Want to play a game? Cap reads <laughs> Stark's killed in car crash. Does, is that when he figures out that Bucky killed Captain America? Oh, yeah. I, parents? I think so. I don't think that's when he figures it out. I think that's when he... He knows the story. He Probably knows to it. look. I think he figures it out with Falcon when he's chasing Bucky. All those intervening... Years slash months. See, the thing is, like, they're talking about that assassination, car crash slash assassination, right? In relation to the Winter Soldier, right? So that's why I think, like, even if he doesn't necessarily have the evidence, he may not necessarily have the proof, right? Okay, but like, I think that that's the moment that it clicks in his head, like, oh god, this Winter Soldier guy killed the Stark parents, and then it's not till after that that he figures out that it's Bucky, right? Right, yeah. which is. Even harder for him to grasp. So I wonder when does it click that Bucky killed the Stark? Probably during the downtime after. Yeah, yeah okay. that's during the downtime. Definitely he's he's like the taking a nap and he's like, holy shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that not that Captain America needs to nap, but yes, I understand. He's having a smoothie, he's like, oh my god, and he just drops it. He's like, I have to get another one now. <laughs> that would be an awesome like Easter egg. It's just like Steve like has like Nirvana playing in the background. He's like Hands on his chest, taking a nap, and it's like, Bucky killed the Starks. <laughs> and then he's just like, It's oh, too hot today. <laughs> Is she the one with the lip piercing? I'm not ready for that. <laughs> he's such oh, an old man. So many good he's lines. 95! <laughs> so many good lines. Yep, Does anyone have any more gripes, or can I bring something else up? Yes, yeah, something else up. We did not talk about all... At all about how awesome Falcon is. Yeah, I was just going to say, so we didn't bring up Falcon at all. Oh my god. He has some so of the great. best lines. He's, he has some great lines. He's like the perfect sidekick to Captain yep. America in this movie. I don't know that this is one of the reasons I don't Captain America, but I think part of what makes Captain America not as good as some of the other ones is that I never feel like Captain America can stand alone. I always feel like he needs that Falcon. Like, Falcon is what makes all of like the Captain America scenes for me better. Because he is. Falcon can fly. Captain America can't. That's not what I mean. I'm not saying that the super part of it is what I need. I mean, just Captain America doesn't do it for me. It's when he interacts with Falcon or when he interacts with Black Widow. That's when I'm like, (laughs) I like that. Good job, Steve Rogers. Like, it takes somebody else. Can you name whose solo would you enjoy without having any interaction with another with another super Sidekick. Bird? Iron oh. Man. Uh, I enjoy I enjoy Iron Man for Iron Man's sake. Wars are if fight. You, if you took War Machine out of it, I'd be fine. Uh, wars are fought with armies, and trust in people wins wars. 
which is what Captain America basically said, mm-hmm. if you didn't have trust in people, it would just be people shooting guns. True. So he needs to have someone there. Mm-hmm. I don't think that he could work alone if he tried. Fair. That's or, actually fair. Or if the argument you're making is that he's not charismatic enough, he is. To carry a movie. I would watch a solo Captain America yeah, movie. Yeah, so would I, but it would just be like a lone wolf, like basically Master Chief. Yeah, the stuff. first Captain America movie was a solo Captain America movie. And, and everybody agrees with that. Huh? In the Howling Commandos. Not me. What's up? Uh, what was I saying? Right. Okay, so Captain America came out Why? in like the 40s, sure. we'll say. Around the same time Batman came out. Yep. So if we're going to compare the two... Batman and the Boy Wonder. Let's not compare them. Cap and Bucky. They were very similar. You know, you had this guy who could do a lot with his little kid sidekick who did a lot of shit. Are we talking Cap and Bucky or Cap and Falcon? Falcon was later. Falcon Falcon was later, right. Falcon was much later, but I'm, I'm saying... He's always I'm I'm on the sidekick thing, not on the the the, the Falcon. Specific review: Bucky as a sidekick, though. If anything, Steve Rogers is Bucky's sidekick, sidekick. before until, until, until the Super yeah. Soldier. Oh, right, until Super Soldier Serum. But I'm saying in the comics, it's the reverse where Bucky. I don't know if Bucky doesn't have the serum or if he's just not as pronounced with it. But he's always like you know with the machine gun and caps there with the the shield throwing it so. But I'm saying Cap has always been a sidekick type of guy because he's a, a man of the people. So he's got my a faith people. is in people. I mean, I get I get my opinion on this is yeah. is the unpopular one at the table, and I'm okay with it. But no. Falcon, nevertheless, your point remains the same. Falcon's fucking great. Yeah, Falcon. Anthony Mackie is great in this movie. Yeah, I don't know. He's, just, great. Oh. he's great in all of them. He's great. He in all is, yeah. but especially this one, he gets. I feel like he gets the bigger role. Well, actually, I don't know. Maybe Civil War, but we're not talking well, about it right now. Well, yeah. In Age of Ultron, he's got some great lines too. He still wins Ant Man. I mean, he's the only Avenger in Ant Man. <laughs> but he wins it. Like, I can see you. <laughs> he can see me. Hey, what's up? <laughs> my name's Paul Rudd, basically. <laughs> Did he just say oh, my name is Scott? <laughs> All right, we're quoting Ant Man. That's another great movie. All right. If you want to hear that podcast, go to iTunes. You should do that. Anybody else have anything else about Winter Soldier? I don't. I'm good. I I'm can't done. think of anything. Okay, so let's get into rating this then. So it's time to rate the movie. Here at Zero's Talking Heroes, we give movies infin- numbers of infinity stones based on how good the movie is. One being the worst, or you can rate it a half if you want. And six being the highest, with a infinity gauntlet being thrown in at the Raider's discretion. Let's go to Matt first. Alright. I would like to give this movie five Infinity Stones. I really enjoyed it. I have little to no gripes with it, because honestly, I didn't have any gripes. Um, could they have done some things differently? Sure, but I can't pick anything out after my X number of views. You know, I enjoy it every time. I enjoy the witty repartee. I enjoy all the, the action and everything it symbolizes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as it continues on. It's Grind to the top. Sequel? I agree with Matt. Give this movie five stones. In my rankings, I have it as the fourth best MCU movie. Wow. It's five stones, so... That's that's awesome. Lofty praise for the top three. 
I hope listeners at home are keeping track. They have like an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> I hope someone has an Excel spreadsheet. Sequel? <laughs> Sequel top five movies. Number four, Winter Soldier. He's almost top five MCU. I like I Mad Max beats the shadow of this movie, but that's <laughs> You gave it a higher stone higher. So. Uh, I hope so. Uh, yeah. Steve Rogers was shining. That last stone's gotta be hard to get, you know? <laughs> True. But yeah, the action's great. We discussed everything. So five stones. Cool. Frank? Um I said at the top, I love this movie. This is my favorite MCU movie. I Every time I watch it, it changes my heart rate when I'm watching it. Like, I'm on the edge of my seat. I I know what's going to happen in the movie, but I fucking know... I know what's going to happen in the movie. But I always wonder what's going to happen. I don't know why. It's just... It's a good movie. So, at that, I'm going to give it a six stones. Wow! There it is! Frank right. Six! Yay! Corey? And here I come, bringing the average down. Oh, <laughs> uh, this movie was good. Uh, it was it was even better than what I remember it being. So for that, I give it major props. Because it's hard to change my mind on things. Um, nevertheless, I think this movie is, without a doubt, a four-stone movie, easily. Um, I just... There's something... I don't know if it's... A, if it's Captain America in general, or what it is, but there was something that just was missing for me to give it that fifth stone. Something that, I guess, I, I saw in Guardians of the Galaxy, for lack of better terms. It's no worse of a movie, I guess, I just personally, I just think that there was something missing. Um, but the action was great, the sequences were great, ton of witty one-liners that I loved. It's, it's a great movie, really it is, so it's getting four stones. So for me... Alright, I have to admit I've been holding on to you guys. I've been playing this pretty close to the vest. I absolutely love this movie. <laughs> this is one of my favorite movies, not even just comic book movies. I love this movie. Whoa, Joe's been fooling us. I'm I'm absolutely going with Frank on this it, one. Man. I'm going for six stones. Woo! I'm putting it in gauntlet consideration. I decided Ooh. I'm gonna look at my six stone movies at the end of the year and give it a gauntlet then. Ooh, I'm holding okay. off. I'm holding off. That's gonna be my strategy. So I'm, I'm gonna just see gonna what give the the gauntlet to Infinity War and that's it. <laughs> I might retroactively yeah, give it yeah, so this, this movie is amazing. <laughs> the acting in it off. is so good. What? The action is plentiful. It's never boring. There's n- not really a lull in this movie. Mm-hmm. It just keeps me entertained throughout, and I can't get enough of it. I can't wait to watch it again. And there's plenty Maybe. of great ass shots. This is the second highest rated movie that we've done on Zero Solving Heroes. Woo! Slightly behind Mad Max, but this still is still a 5.1 stone average. Both of them got two sixes. That's a yep, no two coincidence. Sixes, <laughs> but Mad Max got... All fives, right? Everybody gave it no. three. Yeah, Frank gave it three. <laughs> oh, never mind. Then this is the highest rated one. Then my uh, my my, my being average is around three new. This Frank, is officially the Frank highest rated movie. Frank put two into the chest. The max. <laughs> yep. Everything. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because you gave Mad Max a five and a half. <laughs> I have to watch. Mad what Max happens when we give a gauntlet? How does that affect the? I'm going to give it an extra half half stone. If you give for the it, average, if you give average, average gauntlet, like, you have to wear a gauntlet. Do you have one for me to wear? Done. <laughs> We're going to make one, girl. The official Zero's Talking Heroes gauntlet. On sale now in our store. Yes! <laughs> Go to redbubble.com slash ZTH podcast. It doesn't exist. It doesn't. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so that wraps up our reading and our discussion of Captain America the Winter Soldier. Let's do our recommendations, and then we'll plug some things and leave. And it's like we've never done this before, every time. 
Nope, I'm ready. Okay, you give me the face like you're. I was not. just Frank. I'm ready. Um, I want you listeners to oh, go Jesus. to ultrasaber.com and build a lightsaber. Shut the fuck up, you rich <laughs> fucker! All your goddamn sabers. Shut up. He's got six. I save my money, bitch. <laughs> I save my for money sabers. For sabers. And anyway, so you can build a battle-ready lightsaber. You can build a stunt saber. Stunt sabers are pretty cool because they're pretty cheap, and they have pretty good deals, and the stuff I've seen from them, I actually have one. It's quality stuff, so I would recommend This that. episode's sponsored by... Ultra Saber. <laughs> Ultra Saber oh and Oh my god, Shelly. I wish. <laughs> Hashtag money. Alright, Matt, you were ready. Yes. Um, I'm going to recommend what I said I was doing. And that is watching Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. Or well, reading the book, because it was a book first. Okay, read the book. Sort of thing. I'm good with that. Um, <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. I almost didn't go to bed last night and finish the series, but I decided bed was probably a better idea, so I went to bed. But Sorry, Corey. I suggest checking it out. <laughs> how many hours of the series do you have left? I don't know. I didn't look into how many I have oh, in the okay. future, but I got up to episode four in one night, so. Corey? Um, I'm going to undermine Matt's recommendation, um, because I recommend you get a good night's sleep. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> Hold on, Corey. I can binge watch all of this and get still get six hours. No, you can't. You're not falling asleep exactly when it finishes. Don't lie to yourself. Go to bed early. Get a good night's sleep. You'll feel better in the morning. I second that. I need one of those. So bad. <laughs> God, me and you both. Sequel. Go track down a cartoon movie from your childhood and watch it. Some of my favorites, Brave Little Toaster, Tiny Toons, How I Spent My Summer Vacation, this Bring It Back, Go Nostalgic, watch one of those. Joe? I'm going to recommend, because football season is quickly approaching, Monday Night Football is a pretty big event. Go to a Monday Night Football party when it starts, or, you know, some kind of gathering, and go to 7-Eleven, or whatever your equivalent of 7-Eleven is during halftime. Wawa, or... If you're in Camden, it's a Wawa. <laughs> oh, I mean, Camden is our... I, <laughs> I wanted to say focus group, but I knew that wasn't the right word. It's our hub. It's our hub. That's a go. It's our HQ. Our Camden social need, hub. Camden needs a comic book, so we can watch that. Movie. Oh, speaking of comic books... Uh, people should write into us and let us know about obscure comic book movies that we might not be aware of. Uh, like Condor Man that we still haven't looked up. Condor Man. <laughs> also, Nightbreed. Just things that aren't on the radar. Let us know. We can't wait to do the 1990 Captain America movie. Yes, we can. so bad. I can't wait to do it. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be a shit show. It's gonna be great. It is gonna be a shit show. <laughs> His shield is like clear. It's so weird. It's kind of a shit show. I love it. He's still talking. So if you have any unknown comic book movies to send us, you could send an, an email to us at zthpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can shoot us a tweet at zthpodcast. You can send us nudes on Instagram at zthpodcast. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> you got there pretty well. Damn. Uh, <laughs> you can search us on Facebook, uh, Zero's Talking Heroes in the search bar. Or facebook.com backslash ZTH podcast. And last but not least, find us on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and if you want to write us a review, and maybe in that review you include one of the comic movies you want us to do, Ooh. feel free. Also, don't send us nudes. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs>
Respectfully disagree. I'm with Frank on this one. I'm the, okay with news. I run the Instagram, so... Yeah, it's fine. DMs are cool. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> also, if you'd like to tell a friend about the show who enjoys movies, especially comic movies, please do. Because that's Even if you wouldn't to like to, just do it. Yeah. Friends, enemies, parents, people cousins. People listen. With people with ears. Stepbrothers. I don't care. Whoever. Just tell someone to listen to us. Subscribe. Check us out. Right. And that's going to do it for us. Thank you for joining us. Next time, we're going to be reviewing Blade with Wesley Snipes. Ugh. This is so exciting, guys. <laughs> almost as exciting as The Crow. It's almost full circle. I'm frightened. On behalf of everyone else, so long, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye. Adios. See you later, gators. <laughs>